welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabratic. And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today we take a closer look at the four icons that represent the Walt Disney World Parks. The four icons, or as Walt Disney called them. And if you've taken a tour or read books, you know this. He called them weenies. What? I know. It's Whaties? Weenies. And the reason he called them... So this is what he came up with when he was first thinking of Disneyland. So the story goes, just quickly before we begin, he had a dog who was sort of sick and old Aww. and nearing the end. And this dog would really do nothing except when Walt came home, it got really excited. And weenies, wieners, right? Like hot dogs. So what... He, because he grew up in a German neighborhood, and they were like Wieners. Uh, I forget the brand name of the time. But he would take one of these Wieners, a raw hot dog, and he would, you know, sort of play with the dog. And he noticed the dog would follow wherever he went with this Wiener. It's like a treat, right? A treat for this dog. And that was like the joy of the day for both Walt and his dog. Aww. So as he was starting to think of Disneyland, and he was telling the Imagineers about the story, how the dog would follow him wherever he went because of this Wiener. And he said, we need weenies in the park so that we can direct where people will go. And what he wanted is people not to stand at the front gate of Disneyland, but to go in to enter the park. So, oh. so Sleeping Beauty Castle was the weenie. It makes sense. Yeah. So this became a term in Disney Imagineering that each park needs a weenie, something that will draw people towards it. And if you've taken... The Behind the Magic tour, any of those that tours, they'll they'll talk about weenies. It's sort of a funny thing. You can call them icons, like like you did when you thought of this yeah. episode. Well, <laughs> so I so, would, I assure you, I would not have thought of. Oh, let's do an episode on the Walt Disney World weenies. I know it makes you think of hot dog carts. Why aren't there hot dog carts, by the way? But yeah. that's I digress. So Sleeping Beauty Castle was the original weenie, or icon, as we can call it in this show. You could call it icon because that just... And, and you know, when you look at it, at the time, it was really cool and it was big, but it's only 75 feet tall. What do you mean at the time? It's cool. Well, it's no, but castle. in the 50s, it looked so big and castle-like. Now, all the other castles are much, much bigger. Oh, now it doesn't look like a castle anymore? It doesn't stand out as much... When compared you go to, to the a, compared to the other parks, but it is still the original one, and it does draw your attention. You do want to go towards, and that was the whole point of these park icons. So that was the original one. It was designed after, as many people know, that there's a castle in Bavaria from Mad King Ludwig, and that's what it was modeled after. Really? Yeah. So, I'm learning so much. Well, so then came what you know much better, Walt Disney World. So the next icon. I'm not gonna do that. Icon. So the next icon was what? Cinderella Castle. And Cinderella Castle was, as we just said, much, much bigger. So they wanted... Really? Yeah. Oh, it's 100... What do I have? 189 feet. You can see it from two miles away from the Transportation and Ticket Center. That's so, two miles away. So they wow. wanted something that was really big, that would really stand out, that you could see really well. And this time they went with the design the Imagineers call French Gothic... There's sort of three French castles, Chambard, Ousay, and Chenonceau, if you want to go to France and visit oh, these places. Now it looks like Sleeping Beauty Castle. Well, now, yeah. Same thing. That's a whole other episode. We've already done that paint job. But paint job aside, thankfully, paint jobs can come and go. The castle itself will stay. So it was way bigger. Like, what do you... Do you see Cinderella Castle as a good park icon? Yeah, I think 
when you think of Disney, not only does it represent the Magic Kingdom, but I think if you, they said draw one thing that represents Disney, you draw the castle, right? It's on. Yeah, the, that's a really cool. It's point. on the Disney Plus logo. It, it's on everything. Yeah, it's on Every, all their movie beginnings. Yeah, everything Disney has the castle because not only was Sleeping Beauty's castle the first icon they did, but it's also the first one they did at Walt Disney World, and it's the only one that they have in all of their different Disney locations. Every one has a castle. Everyone doesn't have the other icons, just the castle. That's yeah, that's true. We can sort of touch on that a bit as we go. And Cinderella Castle was way more ornate. There's way more to it. Inside, you know, there's that mosaic that has five, four. And plus it has a hidden room that no one ever goes to. It's got 14 karat gold and silver in it. Really? Now, here's an interesting fact I found, and I don't know the answer to this. So in that mural where there's thousands and thousands of pieces, it was hand-created. Apparently, the red is for the jealous sister and the green is for the envious stepsister. Mm. Who's uh, and I started trying to look and I couldn't find it. Who is who? Which one is envious and which one is jealous? <laughs> who's red and who's green? At first I thought, oh, redhead. It's got to be Anastasia, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think red is Anastasia because it's the color of her dress. And Drizella's yeah. dress is green. Oh, how silly. There you go. You just answered my question. So <laughs> in that mural, they've actually incorporated that. So that's that sort of detail and in Cinderella Castle. And jealous and envy are like the same yeah. thing. So. Well, sort of. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Anastasia wanted to like... I think jealousy's worse. Makes you be meaner. Yeah. So Anastasia then. And then there's another cool fun fact I don't know if you know, but when you're going into the castle, if you look up over the door, there's a crest. And that's actually the Walt Disney family crest really yeah on that castle so cinderella castle really is a true icon the ultimate weenie as walt would say i think it's big it stands out well it stands out even more now so if that's what they were going for with that paint job they achieved their goal (laughs) but it pops too much in my opinion but that aside it is a true icon it really does stand out but then there was three other parks so now they were venturing for the first time away from magic kingdom type what else can we do what else can we do? We're not going to have a castle in every single park. Even if we call another park a kingdom, it can't have a castle. So what was the next one? Next one we'll touch on is Epcot. And Epcot's icon is, of course... Spaceship Earth. And I know you like Spaceship Earth. What do you like about it? First of all, do you think it's a good icon? The icon, yeah. I think it's the right... Everyone thinks Epcot and they think of this bright white orb sort of thing. And I love the texture. I think it's very aesthetic to look at. It's very nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I love how all the Disney Park icons, they're not like eyesores. They just, they're like so carefully crafted that even the castles, they're all different, but they're all the same. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I like how it's another one that, and we're going to get into this more as we go, you know, as we'll see shortly, but the Spaceship Earth, you can, again, you can see it when you come in the gate. Boom, it's right there. And of course, so you go towards it, which was the whole point, to move people away from the stump, you know, oh, where do we go? It just sort of draws you in. That was his whole point. And it's pretty tall, too. It's 180 feet. And it's, you can also... Oh, hey, that's the line in the song. Yes. You can also see... Which song are you talking Happily about? Happily Ever After. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can also see it from pretty much everywhere in the park. So it's a good yeah. sort of way to get your bearings if you don't know your way around. But it's not quite as big as the castle, but it's almost as tall, right? It's pretty tall. Not and quite it, as big, but bigger than Aurora. So 
And it's pretty cool because it was the first time. So there was a guy named Buckminster Fuller. He was the architect who designed it, but they never made a globe, a full globe that could stand. They were all those domes he'd done before were sort of half domes because a ball yeah. can't really sit on the ground. Right. So, but it, it is a full ball, but there's but a it can't sit on the ground. It there's doesn't. a trick to it. So there's John Hench, who's an imagineer. He came up with the idea. If you think of Spaceship Earth, there's almost four legs. Not almost. There, there, there are, are four legs. So what they did was they basically built a table. So the bottom is like a round bottomed yeah. flat top table. And then they put the top of but the like arm. When you prop it up, like when you have those, like those crystal balls. Like yeah, exactly. Thing but it's actually two pieces. That's the point. It looks like it's one orb, but the bottom is sort of a table and the top sits on top of it. Really? But that's how they uh, were able to create it. And here's my fun fact for this episode. You know how there's utilidors under the Magic Kingdom? Yeah. There's also secret passageways inside Spaceship Earth all the way around. The there outs- has to be. Yeah, for maintenance. But the maintenance workers in the early days used to get lost. <laughs> They couldn't find their way around. So they started taking pencils and drawing lines on the wall as they walked, like breadcrumbs with Hansel and Gretel, so they could find their way back. That's because it was dark and it was all, you know, this weird and it was new. So that's pretty cool. So there are secret passageways around Spaceship Earth on the inside. And that's I, actually really cool. And even the name Spaceship Earth, this yeah. guy Buckminster Fuller, who we're now making things, he's pretty famous. He actually came up with that name in the 60s when he was wow. writing a story not to do with Disney. So they took that name, you know, he that he came up with. And it was last... Actually, the one you see now that you grew up with was done in 2007. That's the last time the inside was updated. And you were born in 2008. And that's when they added all that whole exit stuff. Really? Yeah. What do you love? You love Spaceship Earth. Why do you I, like it? I think it? it's a cool ride. I, I mostly like the end. I'm going to be honest. So that's the that's one the, of the parts they added. The end is my favorite part because you get to like, I love seeing the future. Although a lot of some of the stuff that they say is like the future you can actually get. Like the closet where it picks out your own clothes. Well, you can buy that. You're like some of the transportation methods that they have are actually real. So that's kind of cool and neat because that was not real 13 years ago. And that's why they were about to start a new update. And now, you know, with everything that happened, it's delayed, but it will be updated once again. So we'll have yes. to see. We'll have to see what they do. And that outside you're talking about is there's, is they're aluminum triangles. So there's like really? 10,000 of them. I remember when they were that's putting that together, like we could see it being constructed. It was pretty yeah, neat. Because it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. So that's, I think that's a, pretty good icon to you as far as it goes yeah. i think you do too here was it was my one thing when i used to sell disney travel i would always tell people it works so well that people go in and they line up for it and i used to say people that's a rookie mistake do not go and stand in line for spaceship earth when you walk in the park first thing in the morning because later in the day usually there'll be less lines or you can get yeah. a fast because everyone goes to spaceship earth and then all the other all like the newbies go to spaceship earth and then the other lines are free for us, so don't tell people that. And it's it's not the only icon with a ride, but it's the only one with sort of a popular ride like that's right in front of you. So when you walk in, you just sort of, oh, I better, you know, people just go in like zombies and stand in line for it if they haven't been to the park before. So even if they, even if they have been to the park before, if you're listening some people and you've never that. been, know that tip: do not stand unless there's no line. But if there's a line, do not wait <laughs> first thing in the morning. There are other things with bigger lines that you should get yeah. in first. I mean, it's you know what they need? They need like underground tunnels. 
between all of the parks where they just have like a hyperloop and you can just zoom between all the parks well, for the cast members. That would be cool. For maintenance. Not that, for you, for the cast no, members. Do it for us instead of that <laughs> gondola. But I think they have AKA one for the people on TV shows who just, you know, snap at their fingers and, oh, I'm yeah, an Epcot It's pretty now. expensive to build those hyperloops. I know, but um, Disney. Just for cast members. Okay, well then Disney let it use open us. transportation to the public. Hyperloop idea. Yeah. Let's do that, please. Put that down for the next 50 years. All right, next on our list. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Now, this is the first one, in that's my opinion. That's not totally in-your-face icon. That's right. So this... But I think this one, you still... It, you wouldn't be surprised to hear that this is the icon. No, it's a good icon for the park, but it's not a weenie, uh, in, I think, because you can't see it. Right, you come into the park and you don't see it until you yeah. travel off the and you know the original um, entrance here. It's not as big. It's not as big, and in fact, and also at the Animal Kingdom layout is incredibly confusing. Yeah, it's you know if you've never been there before, it's hard to find your way around. And the thing about it is, I was looking back at some old pictures. The, the Tree of Life used to really stand out. Right, it was so big. Wait, how yeah. big is it? I got it's 145 feet tall, so it's pretty but so tall. So it keeps getting bigger than Aurora's castle, but they're <gasps> but so tiny. all the real trees have grown up beside it. So suddenly, <laughs> it, it's funny when you look at pictures, right? The old pictures and what it looks like now. It doesn't look as big anymore because real nature. Has Wait, grown trees up. are 145 feet tall. Well, they're not quite as tall as it yet, but they've filled in around it. So when you're standing, you know, when you come out of and, and you just stand on the bridge before Wilderness Explorers yeah. is on your and you see the Tree of Life for the first time, you, now you see a lot of greenery all around it. And <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That that you didn't originally see as big in the first place. That happens true with all the parks, but it, it affects the Tree of Life more than anything else. Because it's, you know, a tree. It's, but the Imagineers, in one of my Imagineering books, they thought of the Tree of Life as their biggest feat ever. They what? thought it was amazing. And, and the story behind it is pretty cool. So they said the animals aren't carved into the tree. They saw them as growing out of the tree, that the tree itself was the animal kingdom. So you can imagine all the creative stories that went into yeah. this Tree of Life. There's a whole backstory to it. Really? Yeah. Do you know what it is? Nope. So it's Discovery Island, which I think is cool because it was a throwback to the one on oh, Bay yeah. Lake, right? So Discovery Island. So the Tree of Life. Oh, that's Discovery Island. Yeah, that was the original. And then right. they, Then they called it, they closed that when Animal Kingdom opened. So I like how they took the, the Discovery Island name and worked it into the park. But so it's a little throwback to Bay Lake. But the idea was the tree was there and then the village of Discovery Island grew up around it because the tree provided life and water uh, it was a source of life for everyone. And so this village was created but around the, the tree, tree of life. life from something, I feel like. Well, the tree of life is a famous, like every sort of culture has a tree of life story. I, was saying, yeah. I feel like I've heard that before. But you know, this tree of life, you'll love this because I know how we love the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. and Yeah, yeah but do, we? do you know the tree of life was, dis the Imagineers found a bonsai plant at the Flower and Garden Festival, and no. that, yes. No. That's what it was designed after. So every time you look at the Tree of Life now, they you just can... just ruined my second favorite you can, part. You can think of the Flower and Garden Festival and how the Tree of Life was modeled after a bonsai plant. And and the other cool thing, cool but sort of interesting thing is, you know, it's pretty big. And yeah. they, it had to, it's got all these fake leaves on it and all the stuff. Well, they had to figure out how are we going to, how's this thing going to hold up in hurricanes? 
So the actual frame inside the tree of life. It's metal. You, you know what it is. The Imagineers were watching uh, somebody. One of them was watching TV and there was a show about the oil rigs out in the, you know, in the Gulf of Mexico and where everywhere else they have oil rigs out at sea. That's basically what's inside. The frame of like an oil rig holds it together. So it's super sturdy because they thought if these things are out in the ocean for hurricanes. So that's what they did in it. And there's one thing that I was, when I was looking into the, before this episode, doing some research that I did not yes. know, though it's in, where I must have read because it's in one of my Imagineering books, but this is really cool. The original plans for the Tree of Life had a restaurant in, no. Yeah, it was going to be a restaurant. And what? It was, they changed it. And it was going to be called The Roots. And it was going to be underneath. Imagineers do that. And it was going to be Make it, a super high-end, like the best restaurant in Animal Kingdom. Okay. And they never did that. Do that, Imagineers. Do it. In fact, they didn't. Now it's uh, stuff to be a bug, a bug's life in there. And they didn't even think of that till halfway through. Then uh, making it, they put a theater in. And the I other, personally think they should make a restaurant still. I think that was a great idea. Yeah, because they might get rid of it's tough to be a bug soon, a bug's <gasps> life. Well, when they do, they could put the restaurant ID in there. So Disney Imagineers, if you're listening, let's go Which back. Which we know you are. Yeah, we know. We know you love our show. Well, this is your idea, but we're throwing it back at you. Hey, remember that restaurant idea? Do it. Do it. Yeah, let's do that. And the other thing, which I'm glad they didn't do, is... Their other original plan was that you'd be able to climb up into the Tree of Life and it was going to be a lookout over the whole park. <gasps> that would be awesome. But it would probably sort of wreck it. You don't want to see people unless they could find a way to sort they of... You could do it really up high in like the, the leaves. Yeah, they would have to... That would be I mean, cool. they thought about it. That was one of their original ideas was to... Ha- so you could climb up and sort of like the Swiss Family Treehouse, which we never go in. What's or the tar- Swiss Family Treehouse? <laughs> exactly. Or Tarzan's Treehouse tree in is, Disneyland. So what both, are these places? Both Magic Kingdoms. Uh, Adventureland, which as we heard in the last episode, you don't really love. I didn't know there was this treehouse. There's a treehouse in it. You can go up. Well, remember the remember the leprechaun no. in Disneyland? The little leprechaun's house. Oh, I take pictures of it. You don't pay attention to half the stuff I show you in the parks. I All really the don't. Details. Well, anyway, the leprechaun's house is at the around the Tarzan treehouse in Disneyland, and there's the Swiss Family Treehouse or whatever it's called now in the Magic Kingdom. We yeah. need to go here. Yeah, you can go in. You just it's not. I mean, you just walk around up there. But huh. I used to like it when I was a kid. So there you go. Something to do in Adventureland next time. Yeah, so that's so so the Tree of Life, really cool thing, but really not a weenie, but still a park icon, definitely. You know, it it definitely and it's a really good park icon for that park too. I like the idea. Because when you think of Animal Kingdom, you you don't like you think of Everest and you think of Flight of Passage, but your mind immediately goes towards the Tree of Life. Yeah. I mean more of a weenie now or the islands. In Pandora, because you can actually see those, the floating islands from outside the park. Yeah, but they're not. They're not an icon, but they're what you can see from anywhere. Maybe not from anywhere, because there's so many trees when you're on the ground. But anyway, Tree of Life, good icon, definitely. Good icon. And now we move. Our controversial icon. The whole controversial park, really. Disney's Hollywood Studios. It had an icon. What happened? Did it ever. Yes. I don't know if I'd call it. It's changed a lot. I think the problem with this park is goes back to the very beginning. It's the same as Walt Disney Studios in Disneyland Paris, which there you walk in and there's a the big building in front of you. So both of those parks were thrown together 
really quickly without much thought. And it shows. So to this, they were. And Hollywood Studios was thrown together under the threat of uh, Universal coming to Orlando. So they got together with MGM and it was originally MGM Studios. And MGM. MGM is a movie studio. So they had a partnership with them and it was, it was meant to be a working and it was for a while. They were actually producing, you know, live films and, and, um, animation at the studio. So that was the original idea, but it's a horrible layout. It's just a mess. Worse than Animal Kingdom? Well, Animal Kingdom is done with thought. It makes sense if you look at the map. Hollywood Studios just randomly goes off in okay, yeah. in different directions with no real land well, I mean, at all. I don't, re- I don't know where I'm... Like, I, I, I mean, I don't really know where I'm going in the Magic Kingdom, but I have an idea. And Ep- Epcot, it's just a big circle. So but, I get, but, but I get lost in uh, Hollywood. Themed. There's themed areas, right? So. Yeah. Even now, Hollywood, great stuff. Toy Story Land, Star it's Wars. It's my favorite park. It's just sort of randomly thrown stuff. in. Yeah, there's great stuff in it, but it's like a patchwork quilt. It's just yeah. randomly thrown in. Um, I, I don't even know if there's a way for them to fix it. Not not without, I mean, not now. They just put Galaxy's Edge in and they put Toy Story Land in. So they, they're throwing things in. But the real problem also was this icon. Because there really wasn't one. Now, some people would say, well, it's the Chinese theater because that's right at the end of it. But no, that no, really no, doesn't no, stand no, out. No, no, no. It's then not. they had the water tower with the Mickey ears. They and got rid of that? They moved that away. Oh, yeah. And then they I had seeing pictures what of that. you grew up with, which was what? The sorcerer's hat. The sorcerer's hat. And you know what? I really liked the sorcerer's hat. It was a good icon. That was a weenie. A lot of people, it was a weenie, and a lot of people hated it and still hate it. I think they've moved it, I don't know where. I think it's in overseas somewhere. It's really? not, yeah, they, they move stuff like that around, but I, don't, I really don't know why they got rid of it. There was someone on Twitter once saying, oh, well, it didn't have any meaning. Well, it's this from the Sorcerer's Apprentice. It had total yeah. meaning. It's Hollywood Studios. It's from one of the most innovative it's, movies. It's people Walt who don't did. watch the movies. Yeah, I mean, or know, the, know. or know the history, but it really did fit in there. So now that's gone, and they've got Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in the Chinese theater. It was the great movie ride. And sure, it's right mm. in front of you at the end, but there's a stage in front of it half the time. Yeah, and, and then that's... That's like saying, oh, well, Pandora's right in front of you, that little, that big building. That's, that's the weenie. So now what do they use for an icon for Hollywood Studios? Well, I'm not really sure, but on, because I have this Disney mug that I got at Disney and it's, and it has all these little icons in the back of it and they're using Tower of Terror. Yeah, so Tower of Terror is (laughs) probably that, so. I I think it might be even the logical choice that are rocking, to be honest, or possibly Galaxy's Well, you know what, Tower of Terror, you can actually see from like Epcot practically, and you can see it from all over the place. So it is weenie-like. That, I I guess it does have the view standpoint of the weenies like Epcot Ball and the castle. So let's face it, we're just saying that because there's nothing else. (laughs) It's like the biggest thing. They need to make. A weenie for Hollywood. Now, you know what I heard once a few years ago? There was a lot of chatter around this topic going around, and there was a really cool idea, and which would make even more sense now. Someone said, could you imagine if they built a Death Star, a gigantic Death Star? Could you imagine walking into Hollywood Studios 
and sort of straight in front of you would be this In like Galaxy's Edge? No, right at the end of Hollywood Boulevard. Like right in front, right where the hat was. I could imagine that. I want that. Could you imagine? Like, here's the problem though. It's now you've got Galaxy's Edge. Could you put it out there? Would there be something in it? But I, I mean, I don't know. Or make it gigantic, put it in Galaxy's Edge, but make it gigantic enough that you can see it. Yeah. That would have to right. be pretty big. But still. I mean, you can uh, see Tower of Terror. Yeah, that's true. But there might be a way to do it. So I thought that was sort of a cool idea. That something, is a cool yeah, idea. Something like that, that it would at least play into the themes and would be a yeah. true weenie icon like Walt, you or know, put intended back it. the hat. And even if we skip to California for a minute and you yeah. think of California Adventure Park. What do they have? Well, they consider the um, Grizzly Peak. But that's not, mm. it's not this. Nobody goes towards the peak. So it's no, not a week. No, so that's not. another park also thrown together. So all these parks, Walt Disney Studios, California Adventure, and Hollywood Studios that were thrown together, now you see when we sort of look at it this way, yeah, they're yeah. lacking. They're lacking. So good thing is you can fix them all. Well, California Adventure might be hard because they got a lot of stuff. I like the park. It just doesn't have a great weenie. doesn't have a great icon. You know, ooh. No, I have a question. They do for use you. the peak. What? All of, you have such great ideas for the weenies for all these parks. Well, you suggested a villains park. What weenie are you thinking? Oh man! Oh, a j- dragon. Yes. A dragon's lair, like a dragon on a. Uh, I was thinking like a forest of thorns, but that's good. Now it might be a little bit of a copy of Universal. As I'm saying this, I'm already thinking they've got the dragon at Universal because you know the dragon in uh, in um, Diagon Alley. Yeah, there's a dragon on the roof to breeze by. But that's not the weenie. That's just... I know. So I was thinking... That's just on top of Gringo. If you could walk into the village park and there's some sort of gigantic dark (laughs) villains. If you walk into the villains park... The forest of like thorns? The thorns, but then a big rock crop coming out of it and the dragon on top of it with its wings spread. Yes. And yes, it would have to breathe fire. And yes, it would be a bit... However... Hang on, they already have the breathing fire dragon in the Magic Kingdom, so yeah. it wouldn't be a complete copy. Yeah, they already do that. Yeah, it's, it's their copy. own IP, so their own intellectual property. But I think that would be a possible cool one. Yeah, and also the villains probably should have like a forest of thorns, which is like a thorn maze. Oh yeah, like I'll the throw maze. That in there. Like they they have that maze in Disneyland Paris. I know, which we actually got lost in, and it was hot. I didn't day. get lost in it. You guys got lost. Oh, I just, let you out. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh. There is a tower there where you could go and see where you were. So that was sort of neat. Yeah, Thorn Maze would be sort of neat. Lots of good stuff for our Villains Park. And if you haven't listened to our episode of Disney Dreaming, give it a holla. Because, yeah, we want a a Villains Park. Or at least a park with a Villains Land, not necessarily a Villains Park. Because we want Wakanda Land in there, too. Yeah. Anyway... I think we have had some fun here today diving into these icons. So, Disney Imagineers, let's put our thinking caps on for Hollywood Studios because supposedly they were going to rename it. Again? Well, yeah. Again. It needs, they want to sort of give it, you know, I think they're trying to give it more of a personality. So, when we come out of this, Hollywood Studios. When we get our feet back under us as a company, Disney. film because I like that. I think it'll keep that. They're just like, someone's even said Disney Studios, just something simple. They already have Walt Disney Studios in Paris, but... Yeah, that's that, another name then. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's another park that's... Yeah. They're, but they're trying to fix that too with uh, their superheroes coming in there. Yes. 
So that's all we have for this week, folks. We ha- Actually, it's sort of fun talking about these icons, and I like the yeah. ideas, just chatting about them. Let us know your thoughts. What do you think would be a good weenie icon for Hollywood Studios? Yeah. What would you like to see in the place where the sorcerer's hat used to be? And that would be fun. I'd love to hear some yeah. ideas. So let us know. Drop us a line on social media or by email. Check us out at 1923 Main Street on pretty much every social media platform and, and check dot com. Out our shop. Yes, we have a new shop. shop. We have new shops of some cool stuff. Disney inspired on Redbubble and on Public. Just search 1923 Main Street yeah. and you'll find us. And of course, share our episodes if you like them, we love that, uh, you know, help us out by sharing and it with your friends. And check us out on Patreon. And check out our Patreon page because this is where we can give back for people who like to support the show. We have some cool things we like to share with you. So patreon.com slash 1923 Main Street. And just thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. We love doing the show and yes. would be nothing without you all listening in. So have a magical day, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.